0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. Uh, I'm joined, uh, as always, by my co-host and good friend Blake. Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, Blake's with me today to talk about Shady Night demo, the demo for Shady Night. Um, <laughs> longtime listeners of the podcast will recognize the name. Of Shady Night as a game that we played uh, on a previous episode of this podcast. So we played this game started as a game jam game, uh, and we played the game jam version of it. Um, and you'll remember we were very uh, impressed with the with the fight mechanics because uh, it's a it's a first person um, like hack and slash uh, action game, and uh, that's a mechanic that is uh, hard to make <coughs> feel good. And we were yeah. uh, we were so um, impressed at the fact that uh, that the the creator Alexi aka Captain Sai, uh, was able to make that work. That we really have been following the production of, of the full version of this game and and watching it pretty closely. So this is the demo for the full game, um, uh, which we played. So still not not to the complete version. So you'll probably get a third episode, uh, yeah. in which we'll we'll play the full version once it comes out. Uh, and then we should also warn you that the um, <laughs> the demo was a limited; uh, it was only available to the public for a limited period of time, and we didn't realize that, so we we came into it fairly late in the uh, in the demo lifecycle, and so uh-huh. we each only got to play like less than an hour for uh, of the demo. Neither of us fully finished it, but the mm-hmm. the the sort of core things that uh, drew us to this game. Um, we there was we both played more than enough to sort of get a feel for how those things uh, have developed. So I think we'll still hopefully have. Th-
1: theoretically we play theoretically more than so if
0: there's if there's a if you played this the <laughs> demos well and there was a mechanic that you just desperately wanted uh, to hear someone talk about and we don't that's probably why um, yeah but don't worry there will be another episode when the full version comes out and then uh, all of your questions will be answered uh, uh-huh. at, at such right. a time.
1: You'll get to hear our uh, our musings about uh, every single little corner of the game instead of, uh, you know... Instead of
0: just the, the one corner we're very each. excited about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say, uh, I mean, even though uh, I only got to play the game for 20, 25 minutes, which is less than I would normally like to play for a game like this for the podcast, uh, I still uh, feel like I, I got a pretty good idea of just how much this game has improved. I mean, yeah, even on the, on, the, on the basic mechanics... Of, uh you know first person fighting there's been there's been quite a bit of a uh, expansion uh, that is that has gone here uh, gone on here so I'm trying to think of uh, I'm trying to reach back into my mind vault to remember uh, how much of this stuff was here in the original game and how much uh, wasn't do you I, remember so what I, like what stuff is new and what isn't I think the only thing the original had
0: was like jumping slashing. Jump slashing and blocking. I think that was like the whole game. Um, was there not? Was there not kicking in the original game? I thought there oh, might have been
1: the kicking.
0: Mm, I I don't remember. There could have been kicking in the original. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, but I I do think that the the kicking is something I I want to address in this game because yeah, I, you want to address the kicking. I want to talk about kicking. The um, I thought the kicking was like a great. Um, example of how uh how well this game manages to do at making the impacts just feel like all the 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 hitting and the contact feel really impactful like something about the kick just has some like weight to it dude like the yeah there's a lot of things that go to that the the animation is very like punchy like your foot just goes like straight out in this really exaggerated way um there's like a little i was i was sort of watching the video um pretty closely to see and there's like a little bit of a a like shockwave animation that kind of goes around your foot that makes it feel impactful too and then just the the physics of the the enemies and the objects when you kick them just they have a very like satisfying arc to them um that makes it feel uh, very impactful too so um i i thought that that uh, I just, the kick was that first moment, you know, this is the first thing you do or one of the first things you do in the demo. And it's just immediate. You're like, wow, there is some like oomph to all the actions in this game.
1: Yeah. Got a real, got a real hearty kick mm-hmm. You can really kick the shit. I mean, uh, I, I feel like that's enforced by the fact that like, you don't have a sword for the first, you know, the, the first little bit of the game. You, floors, you can only yeah. really kick and pick up the barrels. Uh, and so, and kick only having
0: into the barrels.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, so hopefully, uh, I know, I think we were talking a little bit before and I, I'm not sure like how far exactly you made it. Did you get to where you were learning sort of the more advanced, uh, mechanic? I mean, I think all of the mechanics you can execute by the time you get a sword. Uh, yes. but the different ways you can use it are not immediately clear until, uh, I don't know if you got to that level where well, you're like jumping the, in around. in the
0: slideshow on the steam page for it, there is a bow and arrow, which I never got to. So I don't know oh, if that, God. uh. Is i didn't i didn't get to the bow and arrow either <laughs> so i don't know if that's in the demo or if that's just like we'll be in the game um but the uh i mean i did do blocking and charge up slashing and uh okay. jump slashing is there anything more advanced than that with the sword uh well did you get
1: the whole sliding slow down time thing uh no oh dude <laughs> really oh that killer, part man. okay okay so so you you got you understand that you can slide yes 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 i did do slide okay so while you are sliding on the ground if you press the button to kick uh, or if you like hold it down then time will slow and you can aim your kick so you can basically like slide up under people and like kick them in a dirt like you can finally aim where you want to kick them so you can kind of like uh in one of the other level oh, dude, i don't remember that's which brutal. level i'm this now was. experiencing
0: extreme fomo
1: Dude, is, it's uh... it's so cool because you can like <laughs> have three guys in a group, and I think uh, it, it things pretty quickly get out of hand when there's like more than two enemies on the screen. It's just like kind of hard to manage. Yeah, we true. haven't talked about like the level design that much yet, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. the levels are these these uh, towers. So rather than being like, uh, I think the original game was just like one castle that you were sort of moving yeah, like through hallways, linearly, basically. Yeah, yeah. Rather than being these like long stretching quarters, it's kind of like these a small connected room. There's a lot of, there's a big focus on like verticality. You're moving upward uh, through these towers to uh, complete them and then get to the magical glowy ball that you smash at the top. Um, And so uh, the rooms are, it's like pretty tight quarters. And at first I was kind of like, Oh, this is a little bit annoying. But once you uh, realize that uh, you can slow time as you're sliding around, uh, you kind of like, crowd control becomes a big part of uh how they make it tougher it's like all right there are three guys here so really what i want to do rather than like attacking trying to attack them one at a time because we haven't talked about this yet but in order to really do any damage you have to be either charging up your swing or getting a jump slash and those are kind of hard to set up uh with you know three guys coming at you or three spiders coming at you so being able to slide past the guy and then like get pull your leg up and this this is part of where it gets fun it's like you're sliding on the ground and like one of your legs like coils up uh and then you in slow motion like turn and like all right i'm gonna kick Wait, this guy me, into this other coils guy up like so you pull your you pull your knee up so you pull oh, one of your oh, legs sure, up sure. to your body like yeah. you're gonna kick uh and then w- while your leg is like that motion is quite a coil I but couldn't I think of a, I couldn't think of a better word. Curl? But basically, I wish I wish you could see me right now. I'm literally like pantomiming it at my on my desk chair. Yeah. I'm, you're, I'm, you're literally coiling your foot up like a fucking snake okay. right now. Stop you're saying just... coiling. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> it was it was the first word that came to my mind. <laughs> anyway, you 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 pull you 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 know you you pull back the spring on your leg and it, sure. and, it <laughs> and it latches back, and then you're in slow motion and you like kick a guy into another guy, and then they're both go ragdoll and they're on the floor. And then at that point, you can kind of focus on the third guy. Uh, And so that definitely opens up a lot of uh, possibilities. And I think the same is true of like, it might. I think if you're in the air and you do the kick, you might also get time slowed down. Don't quote me on that one. I know when you're sliding, (laughs) you get slow time with the kick. And you can do the same thing with barrels. So you can similarly uh knock barrels at people and knock them over and stuff and also you can just kick people off of uh ledges and shit yes, and you flying off the Great. side of the tower which is pretty fun
0: um yeah so i uh um i like your point that there there's a sort of like crowd control element because i do think that that is one of the ways that uh this game tries to make um like melee combat a little more interesting and um so I didn't. I guess I didn't really get to the next level crowd control strats. But the uh, the one the one that I I found uh, very fun that was sort of played with the in the level design is um uh, is like a lot of verticality in the the sort of like combat encounters. So whether that's as, as simple as like having a box that you can jump on and jump off of, or like having an array of those uh, those rings that you can grab. Uh, in a room, because, uh, you know, jump attacks are so powerful in this game, and uh, being able to get uh, height on an enemy can, you know, get you some breathing room uh, where uh, you can focus on one person at a time. Uh, and I just, uh, there, there's something so fun about jumping, caching one of the hooks, turning around, and it's like you're kicking off the wall, right, and doing like a,
1: a big, uh, like, oh. s- sword slam yeah that's that's interesting because i didn't i didn't do much of the the sword slam thing but i think i think it's definitely there for what you just described is like yeah uh, it's a just another way of controlling the crowd and i think i think it's i think it's a pretty interesting development from the original version of this game that we played where you were fighting in a lot of open environments and the i remember the jump slashing being like the way to get guys uh but it it the verticality of the levels now has really made that more mm-hmm. uh, more vital and made it feel yeah. um, I don't know just the, the there's sort of a, a certain like claustrophobia uh, that is in this new game especially because um, <clears throat> the uh, field of view uh, on your character is like super high I think most first person games it's it's kind of seen as like it, it can kind of take you out of it to have this like f- sort of fisheye lens effect where the field of view on your first person camera is so wide i guess maybe people don't understand what field of view is but it's basically the the uh amount the angle of which your your cone of vision like how wide your cone of vision is yeah so like a chameleon
0: has very wide field of view because they can move their eyes sideways actually that's that's probably not technically field of view because they have to physically move their eyes to do it
1: yeah. But the, the thing about field of view is, uh, uh, think of it like a fisheye lens. If you've ever seen like a skateboard video, yeah, uh, yeah. that, that lens has an, a very wide field of view. And that's why everything sort of like the, the subject in the center is kind of big and everything else around it just looks kind of like weird and warped because the field of view is super high. And, uh, some people find that really disorienting in, in games. So a lot of first person games have a pretty narrow field of view and this game by default has a very wide field of view, which it's a, it's a little hard to get, uh, to get used to at first, but it's kind of pivotal because you, you basically need to be able to see to your sides a lot yeah. more than you would in a like, first person shooter, for example, because mm-hmm. uh, a first person shooter sort of, uh, takes place in, a. Uh, I like to think of it as like in a line, like all, all mm-hmm. of your killing will happen in a line yeah. directly in front of you. Yes. Uh, whereas something like this, where you're swinging a sword in a wide arc, being able to yeah. see that full arc and seeing people, uh, that are pretty far in your periphery is actually super valuable. It's, I guess it's beyond valuable. It's kind of uh, necessary, um, And I think it's has this effect when you have like these small enclosed faces spaces and then they're like kind of blown out and warped with this fisheye lens. It has a certain like I don't want to say oppressive because I feel like that's not quite the right word. But the the game has a a vibe now that's a little bit more like uh, dire, like, oh, man, I got to get like there's a sense of urgency uh, and like a discomfort to i think the music plays a part too. as far as i know there's yeah. only one song in this current build but, but it's, it's, it's
0: pretty good i like it dude it makes it like pumps me up it makes it uh-huh. like that song starts playing and you're like dude i gotta go slice some people like
1: yeah i gotta get the time out of this. is now <laughs> i gotta fuck up these spiders <laughs> right now and these strange uh blocky orcs yeah block block
0: men i think yeah they i mean visually they just seem like block men but they make a sound that sounds
1: very like that's true. they goblin or orc to me.
0: Org. Yeah. There
1: yeah. I, I guess uh, that's, it's interesting that you, uh, or I guess it's not interesting that you bring it up, but I'm glad you brought it up <laughs> because the, the, uh, the art in this game has definitely had a bit of a facelift. The environments definitely. for sure are, I mean, in that original game, they're basically just like blocks. Maybe there was a little bit of color, but I think the lighting, the sort of the skybox. um, we mentioned that, or I mentioned that the tower or the levels are like these towers and they're kind of like out in the middle of the ocean. So like the ocean is all around and you've got this like yeah. nice, like nighttime sky box and the lighting's really nice, but you're still fighting block guys and your hands are still very clearly just like a block man. So I'm curious if they're going to like add in some character models, or if at this point the block guys are like part of the identity of the game. And so those will stay there. Um, I don't know I'm, I'm curious honestly I, I wouldn't really be mad if they stayed yeah, guys. The, I think. in
0: the, the little icon um, like teaser art uh, for the game it, it shows uh, you kicking uh, this like dude in black armor so maybe uh, it'll just be like you know slightly round out the shoulders so it there's still sure. like these faceless bl- blocky guys but make it more explicitly resemble armor or something I don't know yeah who knows man the spider, as I, I mean, I will say that for for how stripped down the characters are, they do do a good job of like um, making them feel, you know, very differentiated and uh, like they have character as opponents. Like the spiders, I feel like their their motion has a, a sort of creepiness. The way they like arch back and then jump at you, and then yeah. the, the 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 block dudes have very expressive arm movements. Um, so I I do think that. Uh, you know this this is a game that's more about like motion, um, yeah. than than about visuals per se. So I I do think that uh, the more focus has been put in getting the the kind of like animations right.
1: Yeah. Well, th- well, that's a good point. I think there's there's a lot of uh, attention paid to legibility, uh, and yes, I think maybe having yeah. the guys be blocky and not having sort of like distracting visual features uh, er- plays into that of like when you're moving around and you've got guys in your periphery where they're, you know, starting to get warped a little bit because they're on the edge of your field of view. Uh, mm-hmm. you can still tell what they're doing and th- there's actually a lot of, uh, really good sound feedback. And I think they might even have like a little, like, uh, do they light up or something when they're about uh, to attack? I feel like there's like a red flash or something when they're, uh, I mean, you can see them like reel back their arm really obviously. yeah um, it kind of actually reminds me of like, uh, the dark souls games where sometimes yeah. they, the animations can kind of look, they have like a weird, almost unnatural look to them. Uh, and it's because they prioritize, uh, being readable, uh, sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. Like subconsciously, like uh, totally. more than they're about like what the, like aesthetically the animations look like, mm-hmm. uh, sure. which is one of the reasons why their animations are great, even though they don't necessarily look supernatural. I think uh, this game sort of uh, shares that that ethos of uh, legibility above everything else. Yeah, which, I mean, uh, I will
0: say the 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 true sign of a good um, melee game is if the parry mechanics, uh, you know, you can learn, or, or the uh-huh. parry mechanics feel uh, fair, basically. Yeah, and and one of the important things to that is making the 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 like, attack timing of the enemies feel very legible, and I, yeah. I will say that i i felt like i caught on to the the parrying in this game really fast and Wait, there's parrying. I thought it felt good you can block
1: oh well that's not parrying blocking well, and parrying are different
0: well don't you have to block you can't just hold block in this game can you i thought you had to like I'm
1: pretty sure you can just hold it hmm well then you might
0: there Whoa, might wait, be you'd like knock them backwards don't you have to like time it in order to knock them backwards or is
1: it literally maybe just... maybe you do and that would be a parry maybe i just wasn't timing it and i was just blocking them normally were they falling down uh i don't think so i don't remember oh they
0: definitely like like they like
1: fly backwards mm-hmm. oh you... mm-hmm. okay that that makes sense that is definitely a parry then okay <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad together we between to the two of us we <laughs>
0: uh if you're uh, listening
1: uh captain Sai, yeah my we're apologies. sorry <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we'll be back yeah um speaking of like us not both playing or like experiencing all the mechanics i'm kind of sad you didn't experience the slowdown kick mechanic oh I, i'm I, so
0: I, bummed about missing the slowdown that sounds so rad yeah and also well, like like a great uh, you know one of the things that this game does really well is like make you feel uh, like a badass um, oh. and that seems like they did that well then yeah
1: no better way to make you well, feel like a badass I'm, I'm very glad you brought that up because that's the very thing i wanted to talk about uh-huh, which is mean, but, like, slow get each other yeah <laughs> slow motion mechanics make you feel like a badass uh mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because if you think about it slowing down time makes doing the thing much easier so it shouldn't well, feel those, cool yeah. to slow down time and do something that it would be harder if time was not slowed, uh, because you are a baby idiot and you've well, made things that's the, simpler by right? slowing down. Right? Right? <laughs> it's
0: like something that would be prohibitively hard to do if time weren't slowed down. Yeah. So that you can, uh, and this is why you and I were talking about this off podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. But I really uh-huh. want you to play my friend Pedro for that reason. Uh-huh. That it totally uses uh, slow, like uh, uh, time slowing mechanics to great effect for that purpose that you, you can be doing these like, like crazy somersault, uh, multi kills that, um, you would not be able to do if you, or, you know, would be very hard to pull off, but technically possible within the constraints of
1: the game to pull off at full speed. Um,
0: but you can just make them, you know, they become very doable when you're moving in slow motion.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I do think it's interesting that like intuitively we kind of know, like this is too hard for me to do normally, but it's still cool that I can do it, you know, with a, yeah. with a little bit of help. Like sure. it's, it's kind of interesting to me that the overall effect is not like, ah, I'm not good enough to do this fast, but rather look how cool that thing I did was.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the other thing is, uh, it's easier to see, you know, it, it sort of is more cinematic, right? Like you, yeah, absolutely. You're, you ha- you're taking the time to like appreciate visually each motion of whatever it is you've, you've put together. Uh, and so that's, yeah. that's another way maybe it. So maybe it just balances out. You like you don't feel like a badass in like this virtuosic sense. You feel more mm, like a badass in the sense of like you've performed this crazy thing.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe we've all just been uh, been, uh, you know, horn swoggled by the movie horn- 300 sw- <laughs> into being like watching shit happen in slow motion just makes it look cooler. You know, well,
0: I mean, sl- put, kicking someone in the chest at slow motion is now such a although, hey, that's in this game, too. Uh, yeah it, it's such a, a like cliched action at this point that it is like it, it does it does work like you know people yeah <laughs> after that movie came out everyone i mean maybe this was largely because i was you know 14 at the time but everyone sure. was like kicking each other in slow motion oh yeah uh, afterwards yelling this is Wh- sparta which in well, retrospect yeah, of probably
1: made us all look incredibly cringy but oh oh god yes absolutely <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, that make that maybe makes me, uh, I'm considering it now more in the context of movies is like the, the thing that makes it cool in a movie is you understand that the character is doing it in, in, you in know, motion. unslowed time. And so seeing it in slow motion is like, ah, I, as a, as a normal viewer, I cannot see this. Uh, uh if, if they did it fast, it would be, uh, I wouldn't be able to tell all the coolness that is happening. Uh, so so maybe part of, uh, you know, it still seeming cool in games is that, you know, you can kind of be like, oh, well, the character's is doing it in real time. But yeah, me trying to embody them is uh, is still slow down. And this
0: is how I felt in uh, my friend, my friend Pedro. Um, but uh-huh. it, it almost makes you feel like you're halfway between a player and like a director of an action movie where uh-huh. you're, you can it gives you enough um, like uh, bandwidth that you can kind of like script out your attacks in a way like okay I'm going to jump off this uh kick sure. flip off this shoot these two uh-huh. guys and and so it does feel like you're sort of like executing a carefully choreographed stunt. Um Yeah. Much more um, than like yeah. you know having
1: twitch reflexes that sounds cool. Something. I should play that game. Yeah. It really should. it sounds it sounds kind of like that um you, that John Wick game. I don't think it uh oh, I never it, played that. It did too well. It was actually by uh, Bithel Games who we've played a few times for the podcast but I forget what the name of the game was, but basically it was like John wick, but you play, it was like you played it as turn-based combat where you're like, you know, disarming guys and shooting guys. But then at the end of the level, it like plays out as like a single unbroken scene in full speed after Mm. you. So it's supposed to sort of have you like set up these cool things and it's supposed to like, look like a scene from John wick. I've heard that the game uh, was not as successful at that as it was but it's a very cool idea of like oh i'm gonna like string together this very complicated cool guy shit uh slowly in uh uh, turn by turn uh but then at the end i get this sort of uh, gratification of uh watching it all play out in full speed and being like yeah i did that
0: Huh. interesting well yeah Yeah. i i think uh the definitely the better version of that is my friend pedro so you should you should for (laughs) sure play it um All all right Uh, so another thing I wanted to, um, talk about, uh, the design of this game that I really liked, uh, which is another thing that we didn't really fully get to experience, um, the full extent of, but is, is how much the, the, the combat is sort of built around like giving you tools and then sort of Mm. like the individual fights are a little bit on the sandboxy side. Um, Mm. so there, there are a few things, um, like, like there's many different ways to kill people. So we've already talked about like kicking them into things or off of things, but there's mm-hmm. also, like, uh, you can knock... There's at least one moment that I got to where you can, uh, like, cut the supports of this thing and it can fall and crush someone, so you can, like, kick them oh, into sure. it and it'll crush them. Um, uh-huh. There's uh, an, a, one thing that I didn't know you could do, but I saw a, a video of um, someone doing, is you can kick the sword, like, if the sword's on the ground, you can kick it into the air and then kick it again, and it'll, like, fly across the room and you can hit someone mm-hmm. with it, and it just looks so badass.
1: Uh, well the other the other thing you can do is when you kill an enemy their sword will get popped up in the air so you can kick it from that
0: i saw someone or also i didn't do either of those things both of which seem super
1: cool well did you know that you can throw your sword
0: uh i did know that you can throw your sword
1: oh so you can throw it and if they block it it'll also get popped up and you can kick it that way Um, Uh, i also didn't i wasn't able i feel like that one takes a little bit more skill uh if i would have been played a little bit more i feel like i could have got the hang of it and done that one but i i also yeah. saw videos of it and it looked uh, badass yeah.
0: yeah and it's sort of a um it really makes the combat feel very like um like multi-dimensional and there's like mm. you don't you don't know the way like you really are reacting to the situation uh sure in, in a way and and that just makes it feel really interesting and also makes the the sort of like um you know it gives you a um it makes the getting swamped by multiple enemies the feel like a fair challenge rather than just like
1: yeah it, it kind of makes it fun because it's like uh all right I I have the tools in my box now how yeah, am I exactly. going to apply them to this particular groups of enemy group of enemies in this particular room because I we haven't talked to I guess you talked a little bit about the environmental stuff, but there's like the rings on the wall you can grab or you can climb onto boxes yeah. so it's kind of like, what can I use about the environment to help me, uh, you mm-hmm. know, separate one of these guys out. Yes. Uh, or there's even uh, there's like spike traps on the wall that you can kick guys into and the spikes will shoot out and kill them. But yeah. I mean, on the the opposite side of that coin is if they back you into that corner, the spikes will hit you and do damage to you, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously is uh, less than ideal.
0: <laughs> and actually now that I'm thinking about it, uh, another thing that sort of contributes to that, like multi-dimensional combat is the, the the enemies i mean there's only two well there's three enemy types in the demo at at least three i only encountered two of them but the Mm -hmm. um the spiders and the the grunt dudes are a little bit like orthogonally designed to each other in the sense that Mm -hmm. like uh, they they pose different threats and have different weaknesses so the spiders will follow you on top of stuff but as far as i can tell the dudes won't Mm -hmm. so like if you're on top of a a ledge or a box a spider will jump up and try to attack Mm -hmm. you there Uh, so that's another way that you can sort of like divide and conquer if you're like thinking about the behavior of the enemies it's like okay I can jump up here deal with the spider and then I'm in a position to do like a a a drop a jump attack on the guy down there or something like that and then I guess there's something equivalent with the floaty skulls which is just that they can fly so you know
1: they can go I thought wherever. you didn't get to the floaty skulls. Well, I I know I did. Well, didn't, the floaty skulls were just saying. for like tutorials. They didn't they didn't float at you to be clear. Mm, they just sat oh, there. I see. It was like, here's how you learn how to do the jump attack. There's a skull below a box and it won't die unless you jump up and do the overhead thing from, you know, from the mm. air to kill it. Um right. I'm curious. I, I did want to ask you about one one thing that I uh, I wasn't sure how I felt about. So, in order to pick up a sword, if there's a sword on the ground, which, uh, there will be oftentimes, I mean, like you start without a sword, so you have to pick it up before you can use it. You have to slide into it. Uh, but furthermore, it's like, you don't just like slide and pick it up. You have to press, you have to be sliding and press the slide button again to pick it up. That felt a little bit weird to me. I kind of wanted it to be, I slide with one button and pick it up with a different button it just felt kind of odd to me to be like using the same, like, I guess it just has to do with how I play a game where you can do a knee slide, which is usually, I I usually have crouch on a C, uh, which I know some people hate and think I'm an idiot for, but I I like to be able to be sprinting with shift and then hit C to uh, slide on my knees and then like kind of hold it down and then press C again to like jump out of that. Uh, and so to have to like lift and press C while I'm still sliding to me, it just feels like really counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget where this came up. This came up in another game I played where, uh, if you held the, the slide or the button to crouch while you, after you started sliding, you would like just stand back up after a certain point. Uh, and I, it, it drove me nuts. And that's what that's like. The first time I became aware that maybe the way that I uh, sli- uh, like use the knee slide on uh, specifically when I'm playing on like first person on a PC, uh, is different than. Uh, it's at least different than some people because some games are made to not handle the slide in such a way. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm curious if you had any problem with that or if you. Well, just I didn't think there think just wasn't it.
0: enough sword picking up. I mean, I'm pretty much. I think I only pick up two swords, in the amount. I got to, uh, so I don't know that them being having the same button was really an issue. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I do like the ability to slide and pick up a sword because yeah. that can
1: be really cool. But
0: maybe two different buttons would be. I mean, yeah final version well, might have key bindings. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I guess my my thought was like, how much does having to press the button when you're on top of the sword really add? It's like I don't know. To me it might have it might it would it would definitely feel cooler whether or not it would be too easy or whatever if uh you just like sl- if you're sliding over a sword you pick it up and otherwise there's just a button to pick up the sword that's on the ground. Uh I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm um, it's just a me problem, but it was something <laughs> that I I I did not get the hang of in the time that I played uh because I kept sliding over swords and expecting it to be picked up automatically and then try even when i was trying to focus on like okay i have to slide and press it again it i just f- it felt a little bit clumsy to me maybe it's something i would get used to but um i don't know it was just a sort of a thought that i had
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i um i hadn't i'll admit i hadn't really thought about it at the time but
1: well i guess that that means it probably wasn't uh too much <laughs> of trouble but it's, <laughs> it also seems like you didn't get as far in the game. So you didn't get to the part where it was like the game as a part of the tutorial is like, you have to throw the sword, uh, because at that point, then you have to pick up a sword again. And when I was yeah, having yeah. trouble picking up the sword, it was uh, a problem because there are other guys sure, with swords sure. in a room around me. So that was a, uh, yeah, a little bit of a, a yeah. little bit of a snag, but, um, well, what else did you, uh, do you have anything else to say about this game? Unfortunately, no, since I didn't get to play more of this game, which I wanted to, uh, i i didn't have a lot of notes so i've 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 run i've run through everything for now if uh if, if you don't have anything else
0: uh no that's all i had i guess i'll just say, uh, say again to reiterate that uh we you know unforeseen uh that the we didn't get as much time with the demo as we had liked but we're very excited to play the full thing whenever it comes out and we'll most likely do a a third episode uh so this this Uh, game gets to set the record for the number of edge guard features (laughs) yeah (laughs) of any single game um i think we only other we've only ever had two Uh, yeah so it'll be the first one we do three for um so uh yeah with that i guess we can uh talk about the game that we'll be playing next week so next week we'll be playing another game that is um kind of a demo i think this one it's not quite a demo it's the prologue of a of Mm -hmm. a game but it's called uh starstruck prologue uh, and it's the first act of um uh, the description is uh, quote a story rich genre defying role-playing rhythm adventure so mm-hmm. that's a lot uh it seems yeah. like there's a lot going on in this game and we don't really know a lot about it uh it seems like one that uh its weirdness will be uh best uh, enjoyed uh with minimal um expectations going in. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be playing Starstruck Prologue, which is by Delic uh, is the name of the developer. So um, we'll be playing that next week. If you want to get a link to that game, uh, you should follow us on Twitter, at EdgeguardCast. We will uh, we always tweet out links to the games we play, uh, Twitter handles of creators um, uh, of those games, if they have them, and then also links to our new episodes. So if you want uh, updates uh, for any of those things, uh, make sure to follow us at EdgeguardCast. Um, It's a good time. It's a fun place. Uh, So we'll see you there, uh, and if not, we'll see you uh, in next week's episode, and we will talk to you then.